This episode of Congratulations is brought to you by the Cash App. Do you want to get paid $5 and also give $5 to charity? Do you want to buy and sell Bitcoin instantly or get your paycheck deposited right to the app? Well, then download this Cash App. Uh, it's the number one finance app in the App Store, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it later on in the show. Download the free Cash App for iOS or Android now. <laughs> doing it uh it's the episode 56 right yeah. episode 56 of congratulations and uh we're we're here and um you know gonna say it again never thought we'd be here but we're here uh spent the last week in la um and check this out wearing the one fire shirt you'll be able to see it on uh the uh on the video podcast but i'm wearing the one fire shirt and you can pick that up at crystalia.com now there was a hair draped on my shoulder here that obviously fell out of my head now every time i wear a white shirt do i see multiple hairs that wind up on my shoulder yes now does that mean i'm going bald yeah it means my hair's thinning does it stress me out yeah is it the only thing that someone needs to be stressed out about as a man yeah looks wise yes it does and does it stress me out yes now is it okay no it's not okay but you know what we're getting older and we're doing it and we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see how we'll see when the when the thinning stops Right? When the thinning stops. Sounds like a fucking, some Danielle Steele book. Uh, but the one fire shirts are limited. <clears throat> there are only a few left. Uh, follow the leader tour. We're, we, we got it. De- let me tell you right now, Denver is almost sold out. It's a 2000 seater. It's been on sale for a few days. It's almost out. Now, am I bragging? Uh, you know, perhaps you don't know. You do the math. But the deal is, is it's going to sell out. So get if you if you are a real baby and a real fan, then go get the tickets now, okay? Because it's you know Orlando's filling up. They're all they're almost a lot. Some of them are almost gone. So you know, I don't want to hear oh couldn't didn't didn't get it in time and this and that. Gonna hear it anyway, but whatever. Go to crystalia dot com. See, uh, I'm, I'm also announcing more cities, so you don't have to be like, "Oh man, you're not coming to fucking Atlanta." I'm coming wherever. I just I'm adding cities. But um, so uh, yeah, th- uh, that's what's up. I think I'm on the Good Doctor tonight. I'm not sure if it's not tonight; it's the next week. Um, so yeah, uh, do we all feel good about ourselves, babies? Is it a good week? Was it a good week? Do we all feel fucking good and positive, man? Do we all feel good about ourselves because we're talking about how good Black Panther is? Do, do we all feel good? White people, are you happy? You're congratulating yourselves and, and making you, making it about your guilt? You, you're massaging each other? Are you saying, dude, I saw this post. It was like, oh, man, finally Marvel did something right. Congratulations! It lives up to the to the hype. Uh, uh, um, uh, Black Panther, best movie yet, dude. A white guy said this. You just you feel guilty, okay? You feel guilty. I haven't seen Black Panther yet, so I'm definitely talking out of turn, like I do on this podcast, because I don't know shit. However, white people, stop giving minorities. Attaboys. Stop saying, good job, buddy. You fucking guys are racist. You are racist. You're racist. Okay? That's plain and simp. Stop fucking giving minorities attaboys. This isn't Little League. A movie's good if a movie's good. I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's cool. And look, let me tell you something, man. The fact that like, you know, little like black like black children can now see this movie and be like, oh, we get to be superheroes now too, that's fucking awesome. You know, there's not another movie about fucking slavery or the black people were we're portraying black people as the help. And that's great. And that that is good. And that's good and it should be done and and it should have been done a long time ago. 
But let's stop pretending like Black Panther's gone with the fucking wind. Huh? Let's stop. Pre- hey, dude, are we talking about Black Panther or Schindler's List, dude? These, you, these people, these white people are poison, dude. They are pretending, they are, they are, you say, oh, Black Panther's a good movie. It's like, oh, fucking great movie. Oh, finally, Marvel does it with a good movie. You're fucking giving attaboys. We're not wearing diapers, dude. You're making it seem like, like black people need fucking your congratulations and your uh they can't do it by themselves this shit pisses me off dude it's so annoying dude i don't know i'm right about this okay like if if uh, I, 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 there was a tweet that was what the fuck was it? This lady tweeted it. This is the most ridiculous shit. I sent it in the group text. Um, it's probably pretty far down there because we send so many fucking uh screenshots and shit. Here it is. Oh wait, no. Um, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. So I carefully did, this is by Ella Dawala, Emily Lack Dawala, a, a white girl with a short haircut, of course. So I carefully did not buy Black Panther tickets for opening weekend because I did not want to be the white person sucking black joy out of the theater. What's the appropriate date for me to buy tickets? Is next weekend okay? And it wasn't a joke. She was being for real. I wrote back, hey, black people aren't fucking special needs children. What the fuck is this stupid racist shit now? I have to buy all the tickets and no one gets to go. I hope you're happy. Dude. What are you doing? What? What are you doing? It's a fucking Marvel movie about a superhero. Oh, what are you doing? Imagine her, oh, go ahead, go ahead, black people, it's your movie. It, oh, you're racist. You're guilty. What'd you do in your life that you feel guilty that you got to give up your seat to a black person to watch fucking Black Panther, the movie? Oh, when, do, when is it an appropriate time for me to go and I'm able to watch the movie? Oh, the second it comes out. White people are so... People, well, white people, I guess, are so racist that they don't even fucking realize that they're doing it. Everyone's so fucked up. They were saying... They say as you get older, you get more racist because you fucking just want to be near your own. Like retirement communities are all like white people or they're all black people or all Asian people. And that's just how it is because of fucking it, – it's all based on tribes and shit. And like you don't – you just want to be around people like you. Hey, guess what? If that's our nature, there's nothing – you can't get away. You can't get away from that. If I'm 90 and want to chill with some white people, I can't help that. Can't get away. It doesn't mean you hate another type of person. But, dude, imagine giving up your seat so a person of another race could sit down and watch a movie about that, 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 where there is another, where that race is portrayed. Imagine, sir, would you like to sit down? I don't want to ruin your fun. Hey, are you fucking, are you serious? Are you four? Are they four? Are they four? Do they shit their pants? Nah. Are they four? You're making it worse. You know, 
White chicks with short haircuts. It can be dangerous. All right. With fucking red-ass glasses, you know? And, like, short hair and red-ass glasses. And a backpack? You're dangerous. I don't, uh, I don't know. Look, Black Panther, I'm sure, is a good movie. I'm sure it's a good Marvel movie. Let's just stop pretending like it's fucking, you know, uh, what do you call it? Serpico. Or some shit. I don't know. That's enough of that, though. Daddy got hot right there. Didn't mean to get so hot. But also, uh, speaking of hot, I got, I, I started, uh, um, we're developing a show with YouTube Red. It's not called Zoinks. And one of the reasons why I'm doing it is because they fucking canceled ads on Logan Paul's shit. And so it's like, dude, you know what? That's cool. You know how I've been talking about him and how fucking bullshit and shitty that guy is? And you know what? Okay. But because of that now, here's the deal. Because of that? Now who's got a fucking YouTube red show, bro? You tasing rats, bro? You filming dead people? Who got a YouTube red show now, baby? It'll probably be canceled in a second, but it's okay because I still got it. For the meantime, hit him up. Yeah, you 22 and I'm 37 and this is sad, but fuck it. <laughs> That's it, and then at the end, it's like this when he does this. Wait. This is the end. Yeah, Jake. Uh, fucking, what's it? Logan Paulers. How hilarious it would it be if he beat the shit out of me? But yeah, dude. That's how it's going to be from now on. We're doing it. The babies come with me, man. We're doing it. Our own. We're doing it. You think I'm joking about this cult thing? A little bit. Unless you're really coming. Unless you're really coming. Fuck it. Well, you know that part in the, in the Nelly song? Just kidding. Unless you're going to do it. What's that fucking, uh, is it hot in here? Just kidding. Unless you're going to do it. Like, that was maybe the best line in all of the 2000s hip hops. Just kidding. Unless you're going to do it. <laughs> Nelly, dude. Nelly. Put a Band-Aid on his fucking face. No reason. I'm just kidding like Jason. Lizzie gonna do it. I'm just kidding like Jason. So stupid. It's Jason Kidd, right? Not kidding. I'm just kidding like Jason. Even though it's just kidding, I added kidding. But anyway, Lizzie gonna do it. Fuck that, dude. You niggas from New York that wanna bring it, bring it. But we ain't singing, we bring it drama. Fuck you and your motherfucking mom. That's so harsh. So harsh. Dude, I remember the first time I heard Hit Him Up, I was driving on fucking Foothill Boulevard on La, in La Cañada, California. Swipe. And um, I fucking heard the, the part where he just goes like this. This is sad, the first line. I ain't got no motherfucking friends. So I fuck your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Shrewd. Imagine, hey, let's invite Tupac over. I, I don't know. He's always, he fucked, he fucked his, he fucked, he fucks our bitches. And he doesn't care, dude. He doesn't even really have any friends. He said it. Listen. Listen, dude. I ain't got no right? Yeah. And that was, uh, he did that to fucking Ted. Just kidding, like Jason. Unless you gonna do it. Um. So, uh, 
God, I got my doggies here. They're just chilling. They love chilling. They love being near me, dude. Sometimes when I put them outside, it's cold here in LA. I'll put them outside and I, I got a window on the door and it fucking, and they're shaking because it's so cold and I feel bad. But sometimes I don't feel bad. And sometimes I'm very German about it. And I'm just like, you will stay out there until you shit on piss. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> I realize uh, my dogs are like almost seven now. That's crazy, and they're still hyper. And people say that Yorkies, like my buddy had a has a York had a Yorkie growing up. I had Yorkies growing up, and he was like, "Oh, they chill out after a few years." No, they don't. These fucking things are so spastic. Come here, but 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 butters. Come here. They're so fucking spazzy and shit. Come here, come here. Grab them by the neck. Peter's going to get mad. Whatever, dude. That's what their mommies do. I'm their mommy, dude. I'm your fucking mommy, dude. And now the other one's jealous. Let me live a little bit. Watch this movie last night. Dude, we had a bad, we had bad movie night. And uh, we watched this movie. It was called, uh, well, it was called Blood Money. But then we realized that they changed the title. It was on Amazon Prime. It's called Blood Money. Blood Money. And then it was called The Killer's Edge. And I don't know if they, if they changed it or what. But, dude, it, there were these movies that were made in, like, 1991. They were, like, they're, like, a bunch of them. And there's by this production company. I don't know what. But they all have the same actors in them and shit. We didn't realize until after we saw it. But, dude, this movie called Blood Money, ah. I mean, it's so 91, dude. It's unbelievable. It actually looks like it's more in the 80s. It was one of those movies, like, you know, if you don't have good budget, if you don't have a good budget, it's Russian. If you don't have good budget, if you don't have a good budget, like <clears throat> it seems like the movies are made a lot longer ago. This thing was made in 1991. Some of the shots look like they're in fucking 1950, but <clears throat> it was with this guy named Robert Zdar, weirdest last name, Zdar, you know. And uh, he plays the bad guy. He has this thing. Is it a deformity or what? Is it disease? What? Condition? I don't know. But it's called cherubism, and it makes your jaw look super manly. Basically, you look like American Dad. And uh, But look him up, Robert Zdar. He's one of those guys where you like you, you saw in 90, you see a movie about him in 1991, and then you know that he died early, you know? Like, you can't, like, seeing a guy that was alive like that 20 years ago, you know, oh, shit, this guy died when he was, like, 52. You know what I'm talking about? You see guys like that? But you know what's weird is the cherubism that he got? Cherubism is a, 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 a condition that makes your jaw really big. And, uh, and uh, he, he, I, honestly, like, it, it looks a lot, but... Um, it's it's a cherubism is a disorder character, characterized by abnormal bone tissue in the lower part of the face beginning in early childhood both the lower jaw the mandible and the upper jaw the maxilla i mean rappers what up it's mandible and maxilla become enlarged as bone is replaced with painless cyst like growth so these guys like have big jaws but they look kind of manly dude I'm not saying i'd want it but like and I'm sure there's different cases of it, but Ro oh well, yep, there definitely are. But Robert Zdar, he just looked kind of fucking. It looked kind of like manly and shit. I wonder if that's okay to say. Also, isn't it kind of fucked up to call it cherubism? You know, like uh, it's like it is, isn't it? Cherubism. You're saying it's like a cherub. It's like calling something fucking, it's like calling a, a condition donkeyism. Like, I don't want to be compared to a fucking, ch ch fucking baby angel. I don't know. Also, why is it called cherubism? You don't look like a cherub on it. Oh, you grow, oh, you grow wings too. You grow wings too. That's why. I forgot. I forgot. Robert Zdar had wings as well. Uh, but the acting in this movie is, is bad. It's like, and, and there's so many times. And there's one dude in it that looks so much like Tony, Tony Curtis. We thought it was Tony Curtis the whole way through. And his name in the movie is Tony. How is, we're looking up Tony Curtis now. How is that not the guy that was in that movie last night, dude? Uh, dude it wasn't, huh? 
That's unbelievable. I've never seen someone look more like someone else than Tony Curtis does than one of the bad guys in this movie, fucking Blood Money or The Killer's Edge. How come in the 90s they made all these fucking movies with the most vaguest titles ever? Vaguest titles of all time, dude. They never... It would be like The Killer's Edge, Blood Money, uh, uh, Revenge. They make a movie just called, like, okay. One Fire's really trying to look up the guy, and he can't do it. We don't even know what... I don't know. But there's, like, 75... There's also 75 movies named Blood Money since then, you know? Gino Denti. Is that him? Look at that fucking name. Hey, Gino Denti. Whoever Gino Denti is owes people money. You can't have a name Gino Denti and not owe people money. That's him, right? Gino Denti is Tony Curtis, dude. Hey, I'm fucking Gino Denti. Gino Denti is such a name where you either owe money or are owed money. There's no way Gino Denti ever has that amount of money that he has. Hey, guys, I'm into I'm into a guy for 50, 50K, you know? Hey, this guy owes me 40 grand, but, you know, I'll, get, I'll level it out. No, you won't. Why? You don't believe me? Nah, because your name's Gino Denti. Hey, take it easy. Who? I, these movies that they make, that, that they just like, and it was amazing in the 90s because you could just make independent movies and then sell them somewhere. And now the movies that they make, they make even more and they just stream them. It's like the Wild West now. You just fucking stream them. And you can just find like Amazon Prime or like or like Netflix or Hulu. They all have them. But we're gonna have bad movie night like once every few weeks, and um, we're gonna do that. We were talking about turning it into a show. That'd be fun. Just like green screen us watching the movie. Uh, I don't know, but anyway. Um, Bubba, I guess I don't know what else to talk about. <clears throat> What if I if I just did a 20-minute podcast, how mad would the babies be? But you'd have to be with me. You'd have to understand and be like, listen, you know, he did it because he had to. And, you know, it was all good. Let's not fucking push him. You know what I mean? <laughs> the shows at the comedy store were fucking awesome. I went, I, Dude, they, it was fucking insane the other night. On Friday or Saturday night, it was Chappelle was there, Chris Rock, Marlon Wayans. Um... And uh, just so many fucking comedians that were just there that were like super fucking big and all palling around. Everyone was in a good mood. I oh, I saw Chris Rock special, dude. I fucking loved Chris Rock special. I never, I've never seen a full special for years. I put it on. I just wanted to check it out, and I watched the whole fucking thing. Man, he is that guy. I think pound for pound. Is just, I mean, the skill set he has, and then also just how funny he is, how much he obviously respects stand up, and how hard he obviously works. I mean, that guy will come into the comedy store and do a bit that's like he's obviously working out, and then you'll see it later, and it'll just be like boom, 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 boom. The guy's amazing, and he's had it's his first special in ten years. Uh, he, it's like that special uh, tambourine. Uh, Reminded me why he's Chris Rock. I always loved him, but this fucking special, man. He was just... It's so good. It's so fucking good, man. It made me happy for comedy, you know? Because a lot of people are getting specials. There's a lot of them out there, especially on Netflix. And, you know, you know HBO does a lot of them. And um, Comedy Central does a bunch. But this guy just reminded you of what a great comedian is that works on his shit. I mean, it was just great, man. I, I was watching it in awe as a comedian. And um, God, I mean, this constantly changes for me, who my favorite comedian is at the moment. But like, he, he's, he's, he, he's the best. I mean, he's just the best. God, that guy's fucking good. And I know obviously he's good, but Jesus. I was like, as a comedian... That shit is killer. That shit is so good. 
It, it also, like, sometimes when people are so good, you're just like, oh, fuck, I want to give up. That's good, though. It's inspiring, you know? It's inspiring to, to be, to, to, for that, I guess. But Chappelle was in the belly room doing uh, two shows la- last weekend, working on new material. This guy fucking, so much material. I, this guy's so prolific. I don't, how the fuck does he do it, dude? It's incredible. I mean, I put out a special once every year and a half, two years. But this guy, oh, we put out four in two months. You know? This guy's just like, I need another $20 million. Let's make a special. Imagine you could be like that. <clears throat> Butters is going to have a special. Butters will have a special. Not really. Just drop them. Fat fuck. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know, man. Honestly, sometimes I'm, I'm, here's the thing. When we talk on this podcast, when I talk on this podcast, just imagine me on the phone with you and you're just chilling on your bed and you're on your belly and you're sticking your back feet up and you're a little, you're a little girl. Even if you're a boy, you're a guy, you're a little girl now and you're in your fucking be- little bedroom and it's all pink around around and you're on the speak and I'm on speakerphone and you don't really talk back, but you're a little girl and you're cute as shit and you're on your tummy. That's what this fucking podcast is, man. And we're having a conversation, only you don't really get to talk that much. <clears throat> For fuck's sake. I got two here's how I, here's how dry I am and here's how old I am. Two humidifiers. Got two. I got two. I plugged them both in and I play them when I fucking go when I go to bed. And they moist the fuck up. Then I wake up, I'm a little less moist the next day. And when I forget, I wake up, and I'm as dry as a fucking mummy. I've had chap lips. My opener told me the other day. He's like, you've had chap lips. You got to get rid of that. Dude, I've had chap lips since fucking March of 2012. I always have chap lips. How about this? I always have chap lips and a fucking and I mean I was thinking about aging the other day. Let me do let me do this fucking shit first and then and then I'll and then I'll do it. Okay. Uh, Square Cash. If you haven't heard, we're switching to the Cash app. We already did it. I pay people with the Cash app. I pay them back. It's the simplest way to do it. You pay back friends, family. Uh, you pay back wedding guests. Anyone you spent you you. You pay, you can give stuff people you can pay for you know food medication this way for your friends dropping some stuff off sending or receiving money is totally free and fast and most payments can be deposited directly into your bank account in just a few seconds did you know that the cash app lets you do way more than that now you can even buy and sell bitcoin instantly you get your paycheck deposited right to the app pull money out of the ATM with free custom cash card or use it to spend anywhere you like you won't really find a more useful finance app out there. And I'm telling you, I use it all the time. And of course, when you download the Cash App, $5 goes to you and $5 goes to the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund. Uh, it's a great it's a great app. I, I switched over and used it. I used to use other ones. And then when this one came out, it's just easier. You can just text, basically text money uh, to your friends that have the account. So uh, download the free Cash App or iOS or Android now. It's the future. You got to do it. Um, MeUndies. You've heard me talk about MeUndies, and you know that I'm a big believer in their product. I have them on right now. They're the perfect balance of comfortable fit. Every month, they have new and exciting prints, and they arrive at your door in a fun bag. Who doesn't want something with a fun bag on it? Uh, They're the best underwear because your situation doesn't get all bunched up. I don't know what it's like for a girl, but uh, it's very comfortable. You You know what these underwear feel like when you put them on? Like you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. That's how comfy you feel. Feels good in your heart. MeUndies uses Lensig Micromodal in their underwear. It's a sustain- sustainably sourced, naturally soft fiber that starts with beechwood trees and ends with the most amazing fabric you've ever experienced. The results have been downright dreamy. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. MeUndies guarantees you will love their undies or your money back. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners and my first-time purchasers. When you purchase any MeUndies, you get 20% off and free shipping. MeUndies is so sure you'll love their underwear, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love your first pair, you'll get a full refund. That's a no-brainer. Get 20% off of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. 
To get your 20% off first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash congrats. That's MeUndies.com slash congrats. But yeah, I'm, I'm getting older, and like, I got back pain, okay? Uh, chap lips, nose is like the Sahara Desert. Uh, 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 hair's falling out. Hey, ha, I'm starting to look like the goddamn Crypt Keeper. I know what where I'm headed, future-wise. I'm going to look like Christopher Lloyd. That's it. I'm going to fucking buy a, a white lab coat and just walk around, and people are going to be like, ah, shit, I get it now. I'm going to look like Christopher fucking Lloyd when I get older. He's the guy in Back to the Future, for those of you that don't know. How come Christopher Lloyd has been 70 for 40 years? We got to go back to the future. The only time he was young in Cuckoo, was in Cuckoo's Nest, right? And then he played What's-His-Name in the Adams Family. He was actually kind of handsome, though. Look at that. Look at him on Taxi on the left in the red background. Nope. Definitely not handsome. There. Right there. He's kind of cool looking. I'm just saying that because I hope. Because that's definitely me. Fuck. I got to go, Marty. Come on, Marty. God, I would hate being known as a guy for just one, like no matter what you did, people would be like, oh, no, but you were good in Back to the Future 70 years ago. Put on a lab coat. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know. I have a movie coming out in a little bit called Half Magic. I think it's coming out next week. I'm going to do Corolla next week. Yeah, it's next week. Oh, it comes out in a few days, I think. This week, I think, actually. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about. Dude, If you know what I realized something, though? I, and I thought of this, and I don't know if this is going to make sense, but here's how dramatic I am. This is, this is, this is, I always, I always, like, I, I had a bit in my first special how girls were like, it was like, I'm really not into all that drama, and like, that means that you're dramatic as shit. If you're talking about you're not into drama, you're dramatic, okay? That's it. If you're talking about you're not dramatic, you're dramatic. Congratulations. People always talk about what they are not. They think that they are how they are and they are not how they are. They are they are they are not how they are. They are how they are not. This is what I was talking about a few podcasts ago when I couldn't feel the feeling of what I was trying to talk about about how people always say what they what they're not. Like when you watch the Jinx, that guy wanted to get caught. He was like, I kill. He he went to the bathroom and started talking about how I was like, they're gonna catch me. And he was he he had the microphone on him, and he was wired. But like, when somebody talks about like, oh, I'm not scared. They're scared. That's why when you're when when a girl's like, hey, just so you know, we're not having sex. It means that they want to. People, we we bringing it up for. What are we bringing it up for? It's on your mind, right? Uh, but here's how dramatic I am. If I was hit in the head and I was alone, if something fell on my head and and I fell down and it knocked me down, but I didn't get knocked out, I was just hurting on the ground uh, and I and I fell down, I would pretend I was knocked out for a few minutes, even though nobody is around. That's that's how dramatic I am. I realized that if something hit me in the head, I would fall down and I'd go, Ugh! and I'd go, Ugh! and I'd hit the ground, and I would just stay there for a few minutes, knowing I wasn't knocked out, but still trying to pretend and believe that I was knocked out. And then, like, seven minutes later, I'd get up and go, like, ah, oh, even though I don't need to. If nobody was around. If people were around, I wouldn't do it because I wouldn't want to scare them. But, and then, and then I, would, I wouldn't, like, pretend. I wouldn't tell people I got knocked out. But that would just be, like, for me. That's how dramatic I am. I'm dramatic when it comes to being, when, it, when it's alone like that. I would fucking for sure do that. Um. And I think, you know, I've, 
Like I've done it. Like when I was a kid, uh, I actually realized I, I, I tripped. I, I, I tripped and I fell and my dog was outside and I fell right next to the 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 window and I fell and I stayed there for like a few minutes with my eyes closed. And my dog was watching me and I stayed there with my eyes closed pretending that I was knocked out <laughs> for until my dog was like pawing out the door a few minutes later and started crying and then I felt bad and I was like, oh shit. And I got up and I was like, oh, Cody, come here. It's okay. Like what a waste of fucking time, you know? I cannot believe I did that shit, but I did do that shit. Little kids are funny, huh? One time, one time when I was a kid, uh, I uh, I grabbed my my cousin, and he was so he was younger than me. He was like fucking fuck. He must have been like five or six or seven, and uh, and I grabbed him, and he said, "Get off of me! You smell like your house. It's weird." And that shit was like, oh, wow, that's crazy that you can be six or seven and have that much emotional intelligence or, you know, and be like, oh, I was like, this guy's kind of a genius, huh? Kids are fucking bitches, though, huh? I used to be so scared when I was a kid. I used to be so scared when I was a kid of everything. I'd run into my parents' room and be like, hey, what's up? And they'd be like, what? I'd be like, oh, I'm scared. I'd be like, there's nothing to be scared about. I remember one time my dad would be like, what are you even scared about? And I'd say, and I said, and I literally said, everything, birds. He said, birds? I was like, yeah, I'm just scared. I don't even know what of. Oh, man, I was a night. I was a lunatic when I was a kid. All I needed to see was one fucking image of Freddy Krueger, and I was done. Or Jason, or Michael Myers, even worse, with that pale white face, dude. Ah, fuck, that scared the shit out of me. My friend Kevin Nelson would always... Dude, oh, I talked about him before. He His mom would always let him watch fucking rated R movies even though he was nine. And he would have me watch Freddy Krueger in his basement. His basement would be half carpeted and half stone, half like fucking granite. How come that carpet was harder than that fucking... Than, 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 than rocks? They put like a thin layer of carpet over the fucking stone on the on the basement. This is East Coast, East Coast shit. And then when you'd fall on it, you'd like break your hip. But you'd be like, ah, but it's carpet, so it shouldn't hurt that much. Eh, it hurt. And they'd have that fucking TV that lays on the ground. Remember that TV that laid on the ground? They don't really make those anymore. Those ground TVs that are just too big and heavy and they just have like, they make it look like, they made it look like furniture because it was just too big and clunky and shitty. And then you'd go to, you'd have to get up to change a channel and it would go gunk, gunk, gunk when you change a channel. And they'd have that orange fucking band that would like show you what channel it was on, that bright orange thing. My grandma killed it with that TV. Dude, I would go to my grandma's house after my grand, grandfather died, and, said, and uh, we would go and we would watch fucking Hunter, the TV show. Remember that show? One, one Fire 2 remembers. But, dude, Hunter, the TV show, and he was like an ex-football player, I think, right? And he would, he was, it was basically just, dude, but we watched Hunter, man. And the show was probably bad. It was S80s. This guy's pretty handsome. He guy's actually real handsome. But he would like, uh, he, uh, and, the, and, and he was like a detective or something. And we'd watch it, and it would be me, my brother, and my grandma in bed, and we would watch his shit. She'd be like, you want to watch Hunter? And I'd be like, yeah, okay. And we would watch Hunter. We watched, we watched Golden Girls and Hunter. That's what we would watch, back to back. Golden Girls and Hunter. And we would just fall asleep. We would spend the night at my grandma's house. Dude, that shit was bomb as fuck, man. You know what that was? Real love. Love. Feeling love from a grandma, man. That's awesome. My mom would just drop us off, and I would never go into her basement. You know why? Because she had a fucking taxidermy stuffed fucking swordfish. Scared the shit out of me. Everything in the basement was fucking creepy, man. I swear to God. You put a clown up on the on the top level, not, not creepy at all. You put a clown on the fucking upstairs, not bad. You put that clown downstairs over some carpeted stone, 
that clown's going to fuck you and molest you. But we would watch Hunter and Golden Girls. Man, I love that show, Golden Girls. I was fucking nine. I would watch that shit. I was eight. Me and my fucking five-year-old brother, we would watch Golden Girls. And my grandpa would always be like, or my grandma would always be like, you know, the, the one who plays their mom is actually younger than B. Arthur. And I'd be like, really? She looks so old. She's like, I know, but she's younger. Wow. You couldn't fucking look it up back then. You just had to trust your grandma. I'd be like, could you Google it? She'd be like, what's that? It wasn't invented yet. B. Arthur. B. Arthur was the oldest one, apparently, even though the mom was the... Her mom was younger than her in the movie, or in the show. Estelle Getty, that's what it was. Remember, Stop Her My Mom Will Shoot with fucking Sylvester Stallone? Stop Her My Mom Will Shoot? The movie would tank, dude. Sylvester Stallone and Estelle Getty. Hey, yo, Stop Her My Mom Will Shoot. He, I, all I remember is one part where he would take a shower and... Uh, just caught your red-handed video of me. Been looking up videos of me. One fire. Right there in the middle. Oh. Oh, oh man. Caught me red-handed. This is my account. How are you logged into my account, dick? He's logged into my account, and I he sees everything that like is suggested for me, and it's a video of me on Lip Sync Battle. It's hilarious. I was like, oh, caught you red-handed, and it's me. One fire. Still one fire. Exposed me. Um. Remember that song? Thank you for being a friend. Wait, have you heard the Andrew Gold version of it, dude? This is the whitest song of all time. I think this guy wrote it. Andrew Gold. The movie's called Intermission. Eh? And he plays. First of all, this is the whitest song of all time. This is it. called Big Fat Daddy. Um. Oh. How many songs start like this? So white. Coming. Oh. This guy wrote the song of Golden Girls, I think. He did? I'm a real big daddy. So white, big fat daddy. Oh, so many sexual deviances. I need a pretty little girl like you. I'm big fat daddy. Ow. Oh. The word fat is just like, come on, why? The fact that he wants to be fat is so disrespectful. Dude, I was thinking about... Sex would be better for me. If I was fat, I feel like sex would be better. I've talked about this with my friends. If I was a fat guy, I would be more turned on. Because, and I think, I think that it's a fucked up thing about me because I think it would be like, first of all, it would mean the girl would like me more. like actually, because it wouldn't be about looks. I'm not saying I'm the most handsome guy in the world, but I, at least I'm thin and I take care of myself, you know. And I know I'm gonna look like Christopher Lloyd later, but I gotta get the I gotta get married now so I fucking can, because I'm gonna end up looking like fucking. I'm, I say 48 gigawatts or whatever. Um. Uh. But if I was fat, either it's two ways. Either I know the girl would love me for me, and therefore I would have loving sex. And then I would be able to, it would be better because sex when you're loving someone is way better. It it really, it really is. And I know, I know I have a lot of fucking, I know a lot of virgins listen to this podcast and I just wanted to tell you guys loving sex is better. Even though also it's pretty cool to just be humping. But so there's that. But then here's another way it could also turn you on. If it's not, and if it's just sex, then why is the girl doing it? You know? If, like, I got a fat-ass belly and a girl's having sex anyway, oh, why is she doing it? That turns me out, too, in a weird way. I probably shouldn't be admitting admitting this. But, like, thinking of a fat guy 
like a super fat guy having sex, it's like, uh, kind of makes it like, uh, deviant, you know, like a real fat guy with like a real hot chick. What's going on there? Right. You see it? You've seen it, right? A really fat guy with a really beautiful chick. It's like, what's going on in your head? Yeah, but yeah. Okay, sure, money. But besides money, if it it's happened also when it's not money. So what's that the, the deal with that? What is that, dude? That's kind of weird and deviant and and deviant. What's the word? Deviant? Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably getting in trouble. I just, you know, it's okay to be fat. Yeah, it's okay to be fat. It's definitely okay to be fat. If you're humping, it's better. Hmm. I don't know. Because something's weird. Because if you think about porn, like you don't, like if I'm watching porn, which I don't, I really don't do that much. I'm sorry to disappoint you guys. I want to be able to tell you I do because I want to be able to admit that and be raw and what you see is what you get, but I just don't. But if I'm watching, I, I don't really want the guy to be fit, you know? If I'm watching porn, I want the girl to be attractive to me, but I don't really want the guy to be fit. I, I don't really care. If he's got like a little weight on him, I'm like, all right, cool. Cool. Cool, it could be me. You guys know what the fuck I'm talking about, too. Oh, what the fuck is that? Juan Fire just pulled up hogging. Sexual practice. Hogging or sweat hogging refers to the practice of groups of men who target overweight. Oh, sir. <laughs> overweight or obese women. Sit. Disrespectful. Calling it hogging? I mean, how is this even on Wikipedia? Okay. Typically for sexual, uh, unlike fat fetish, fetishists, men who participate in hogging are not necessarily sexually attracted to obese women's body. They aim to take advantage of a female's stereotypical low self-esteem. Oh, the worst people. Or to derive amusement for themselves and their friends by engaging in sexual activities with women who are over it. Oh, the demons of the earth. Come on. How fucked up do you have to be as a man to do that? Yeah, what happened? People just beat the shit out of you every day in your life? Oh, look, criticism. Hogging has been described as a form of misogyny. Oh, yeah, really? And this shit. No shit. I've never been like that, man. I've never been like that. When guys are like, yeah, I had sex with her just for the story. Like, that's some shit guys say. I've never been like that, ever. I've never done it, never would. It's just like, what? Oh, you had sex with a girl that you didn't want to for the story? Hey, man, your life's boring. Go out and get other stories. <laughs> you know? You had to be like, yeah, I had sex with a girl. She didn't want to, had to do it for the story. Really, what's the story? You just told it. It's two seconds. Now what? Yeah, so just to, you know, impress other terrible guys. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was classic. Really? Nah. You know what's classic? Something Wicked This Way Comes by Ray Bradbury. No, it's not classic. You had sex with a fucking plump chick. How could you call it hogging? This is disrespectful. If you're happy, who gives a shit? Honestly. If you're happy, you're overweight. If you're happy, you're underweight. If you're happy, you're fucking... Who gives a fuck? It's not up. It's not up to anyone else, right? I guess as long as you're not healthy, because then it's selfish, right? Because if you fucking have a family and you're just eating and shit and eating, 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 uh, and, and, and you're going to die soon and get cancer because all the fucking sugar. 
Dude, how good? I, I can't. I started eating snacks from Trader Joe's. Dude, hey, snacks from Trader Joe's. What the fuck do they put in there? I think they put fucking drugs in there, dude. They're so good. And for some reason, you feel healthier eating snacks from Trader Joe's, even though it's not. It's not. But you're like, ah, it's Trader Joe's. Look at it. There's so many hippies here. Um. Oh, come on, dude. Look at what one fire pulled up. This is terrible. I'm see, I'm glad I don't even know about this yet. Now I guess I do. Look at this, look at this. Go up, go up, go up, go up. I want to read the part. First of all, it's called this is a disclaimer. This is gross, okay? Red wings. The expression to earn one's red wings means to perform cunnilingus on a menstruating partner. The phrase is a reference to menstrual blood stains in the shape of a small bird's wing. Yeah, we get it, you know? On, uh, yeah, on your face, you get like red. I don't, I don't even want to talk about this, but uh, oh, here's the part. Here's the part that I liked. That the whole reason why I started talking about it. The slang term originated among biker gangs. Yeah, we know. Hey, biker gangs. You talk bad. You talk by that's locker room talk. That's like you're in the locker talk, in the actual locker and you're locked in. Remember when Trump was like, yeah, grab her by the pussy, and then he was like, that's locker room talk? That's eh, not locker room talk, man. This is locker room talk. Oh, she's so hot, man. Oh, I want to fuck her so bad. That's locker room talk. Oh, man, she's so hot. Ah, eh, but her sister's hot. Not that hot. Ah, eh, but she's hot. That's locker room talk. This is locker room talk. Ah, uh, dude, this is what a guy would say. Ah, uh, she sucked my dick, man. It was awesome. This isn't locker room talk. Hey, you grab them by the pussy even when they don't want you to. <laughs> That's vile talk. That's criminal. Look at, look at, I love how Wikipedia, and then here's another one, face sitting. You don't need to describe it. It's in the title. Face-sitting, also known as queening or kinging, is a... Who's making these fucking terms up? Hey, babe, want a king? What? Lay down. Hey, babe, want a king? Yeah, uh, no, I don't know. What is it? Lay down. Wait, are you going to... In his practice, in with one partner sits on or over the other's face, typically to allow... Or force oral geni genital or oral anal contact. Eh. Gonna get sick. Jesus Christ. Wait, wait go up, go up. Face sitting, right there. Face sitting using a queening stool. God, these fucking products that they have at sex shops. Sm Sometimes special furniture is used such as a queening stool or smother box. <laughs> hey, I imagine, honey, I bought a smother box. I want a divorce. Hey, honey, I bought a smother box. It's over. No, 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 no. Lay down. See, what you do is you put this up on top of your face, and then I sit down and, hey, Let's just do regular horizontal sex. Wow. Imagine the people that design the smother box, you know? See, dude, in Wikipedia it says, see also teabagging. Oh, uh, yeah? Dude, tired of teabagging. An infomercial. Tired of teabagging your partner with no extra help or way to sit down? Don't your quads burn? Tired of having them burn? Tired of waking up the next day sore as hell? New smother boxes. Try the new smother, smother box. Easily portable. Bring it with you. Slide it under the bed. You know how they always, every infomercial slides under the bed. Look at this fucking smother box, dude. We got to show this on the video. Jesus Christ. I love every info. By the way, it's just a toilet. You know? Whoops, sorry, pissed. Oh, 
hey, this time, let's, but if I sat on a smother box, the way the thing looks, it would be so fucking sense memory, I would just shit. It's a toilet. You'd sit and I'd, I'd shit and I'd be like, whoops, sorry, I forgot. I'm not used to smother boxes, only toilets. Um, but, uh, yeah, every infomercial, it, it, your infomercial ain't, it, you ain't, if you don't have, if you have workout equipment in the infomercial and you don't slide it under the bed, it ain't shit. They it better fold up and slide under the bed and easily storable. And they slide it under the bed. Put your smother box easily, easily under the sink. Fits easy. All right. We got an elder today. We're going to announce a new elder. Here we go. Grace, at Grace KR26, complete true baby. Just look at her Twitter page. It basically exists for the sole purpose of spreading the cult. Thank you, Grace. I mean, look at this girl. She's got all the shirts. She, her picture is of a, a, a my pillow. Uh, her and a my pillow. Got a little picture of... Uh, she's just great. Uh, she's a sweetheart. Look at her. Oh. She's even got the Juan Fire shirt like I do. True baby right there. Aw. That kind of shit makes me happy, man. If I was a fucking idiot, I'd be like, it makes my heart smile. You know how people say that? I'll fight you. Um, uh, Want to do some quitter questions? This... I love how some of these questions make me laugh because it's like, what kind of an animal do you think I am? Look, Alex Kessler, at Kessler underscore Alex. How do you feel when strangers tell you your shoe is untied? I mean, it's literally just somebody trying to help you, you know? I, I go, oh, thanks. What, what do you think? I think these people like, oh, yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck him for trying to help me. It's my shoe. I'll tie it when I want or untie it when I don't want. What kind of fucking animal do you think I am? Nothing scarier than the, this guy, Andrew Zagar, at Andrew underscore Zagar. Have you seen the new robot by Boston Dynamics? It's a dog that, I mean, we're dead. Every time I see some shit like that, I think we're dead, dude. Look at this fucking thing. We're going to show it. Boston Dynamics robot. Whoa, dude. This thing is scary. New dog light dog-like robot from Boston Dynamics that opens doors. Dude, this thing would fucking kill your mother. Dude, one robot opened up the door for the other robot. So, consider it. Until it fucking pins you down and uses its robotic arm to literally intrude your anus. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. Dude, imagine getting fucked by a robot. You think getting raped by a human is scary? We're fucked. A robot doing it? You you know how psychological it is? How fucked up psychologically it would be to be like, oh, I'm trying to tell this guy to stop, but he won't stop, and he knows I want him to stop? How fucked up would it be when you're getting fucked by a robot, you're telling a robot to stop, and you know robots don't even understand stop? What if that was my PSA on NBC? Dude, that's terrifying. This fucking... And they made it yellow. This is terrifying, dude. All you got to do is put a fucking gun on that. On the top. We're fucked. That thing could get in my house. And just have one of those guns that is it goes in the circle and just goes... Ay, 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 and just fucking one of those... Like the in the um, in command or uh, no in uh, what's the other one predator? That's the first time I saw it. Just bullets so hard that you don't even so many bullets that you don't even hear the. It just put that on top of that fucking robot doggy. We're done. We're done. We're done. Yeah, and you know what? I'm gonna see that robot doggy coming at me with that fucking Gatling gun, and I'm gonna be like this. All right. All right. That's my fucking thing. Everyone, maybe you might be like, oh, no, here they come. Fuck that. This is me. All right, fine. Fuck it. And I have a newspaper. I'm reading the newspaper. And I don't even read the newspaper, but that's when it happens. And I just go, all right. And I just throw it up in the air. Okay, here we go. Shoot me. Just don't fuck me. Or shoot, fuck me after. And I go, 
and then I'm dead face down, and then the robot uses its hand to anally penetrate. Fuck it, dude. We're done. We're done, dude. We are done. You see that yellow robot? We are done. I'm carrying jugs of water around, so I just pour it on that fucking thing, and it short circuits. We're so fucked. I was listening to this TED Talk, and they were like, look, technology is good and bad always, you know? And it will, you know, eventually we'll be merging with these kind of like robots, and we'll be half half human, half robot type people. Like we could think something, and then robots will move or some shit. And I guess that's good and bad, because then the, you know, look, it's like it comes down to this. Life will be easier on a day-to-day, on a daily basis, but also war will be way more terrible. Dude, uh, World War One, when they made the gun, when they made the fucking automatic guns, <laughs> imagine how terrifying that was. Generals in battle, battle that used to fucking hold arms and be like, And then all of a sudden, some guy came in with with the first gun and was just like, and the first line and the second line is stepping over the, what the fuck is going on? They're stepping over the other dead bodies. And they're just dying. All of them getting mowed down. Dude, every day, hundreds of thousands of people in World War I were mowed the fuck down. These people never saw these guns before. Do you know how scary that is? Imagine living in that time and not knowing about these guns. And then all of a sudden, that's as scary as now if fucking dragons came and were We wouldn't know what to do. Same thing. We'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? Or these yellow robot dogs. They fuck us. Run. They're fucking the first line. Go. Grabs the fucking drum, just fucking crushes it. No, 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 no. Pinning your arm back. Fucking the shit out of you. That's how it was in World War One. That's just as scary as it was. Because we didn't know what these fucking guns were. Must fuck. And there's just some fucking general with an eye patch behind it all just like hitting a button the fuck button fuck them all i want total domination (laughs) we can't shoot the yellow robots try water that doesn't work it only works in 80s movies ah fuck ripping heads off fucking them you know dragons that's as scary as it was At least it was quick, I guess. Wow. Imagine what it was like back then. You got your little fucking muskets, and you got to... And then fucking clean it, and then push the bullet down. And some guy comes in just basically with a, a robot, a yellow robot that fucks you anally. That's basically what it was. All right. Almost done here. At, it's KB, at Ryan Marie. Ryan Marie, what do we think about standing desks? You know what? I I would have a standing desk because the sitting down thing is bad for you, man. Sitting down for fucking 12 hours a day or however time, sometimes people work for a long time. Dude, I would have a standing desk. My manager has a standing desk. Yeah, the one that said, look, there's a desk in there. You know, it's standing, you know. Uh, Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I have, yeah, I would get a standing desk or at least one that you can adjust. They have those that you can adjust. There's an infomercial and you can fold it under your bed. Anyway, um, uh, go to that, back to that one. Uh, Zach Crampton, are you finding it harder to keep politics out of your act, politics out of your act and the podcast in the current political climate? Honestly, yeah, it's so hard to not talk about politics just because of how crazy and divisive. Uh, the world is, and also it's just what's going on, you know? It's like all of the news is that. 
It's like news used to be about like, oh, Britney, it's Britney Spears' birthday. And now it's like, oh, Donald Trump said the N-word at a press conference. It's like, what? So, uh, yeah, it is really hard. Um, but also, like, I like being silly, man. And it's hard to be silly about that shit. I mean, I, you can, but it's always like, it always feels like if you're doing political comment, commentary or political humor, you've got to be making a point and shit, which is fine. It's just, I like to fucking, I, I like to fucking escape, you know? I like to be, I live in my own head. I like to talk about what the fuck's going on in my own head. That's why I like this podcast. You know, I, talk, I like to talk about robots fucking you against your will. Like, so it's like, you know, you got these fucking, but it's like, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to, it's not hard, but it's like when, when you are that kind of person and then when things happen where it's like, oh, they're going to build a wall to keep Mexicans out. It's like, okay, okay. Well, I got to think about that too, because it's irresponsible if I don't, you know? All right. Square, Square Cash. Have you switched yet? Download the free Square Cash app. Enter rewards code congrats. Get $5. Give $5 to Time's Up. Get it for iOS or Android now. And in the meantime, send me money on it. No, I'm kidding. I'm not a hook. Um, I got a tour going on. Follow the leader. Buy tickets on Crystalia.com, Tallahassee, Orlando, Charleston, Pittsburgh, Dayton, Huntsville, Nashville, Denver, Boise, Cleveland. Uh, and more coming. Uh, oh, I forgot to talk about something. I'll talk about it next time. Uh, it's a good thing. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel and download the Chris D'Elia app for iOS or Android. Uh, I go live on there and talk there a lot, and sometimes I show behind the scenes here. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review the show. It really helps us uh, push our cult a little bit further. Uh, and I, I'm going to be on The Good Doctor coming up either th tonight or, or, ne or next week. I don't remember. And uh, Half Magic comes out, I believe, on Friday, which is a movie that I'm in in select theaters, directed, written, and directed by Heather Graham. Uh, thanks for listening, babies. You guys are the best.